Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 309. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Offroad Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Got a lot of stuff to get into today. First things first, I'm not even sure if we're allowed to do this, but we're going to go ahead and say congrats to uh, executive producer Luke on uh, having a baby girl today. Uh, job well done. Yes. Um, congratulations indeed. Um, Sean, uh, who was the voice you just heard, <laughs> Yes, uh, lived with Luke for how many years, Luke? I mean, Sean? I don't know, seven years, something. Yeah, seven years, and then I've uh, I lived with them for like you know, like a year and a half ish, a little less. And um, good friend of ours for a while, and uh, same with his wife, a friend of ours. And so yeah, they had their uh, baby girl this, uh, which would be this morning, so Tuesday, uh, January thirty first at uh three fifty in the morning. And um, I actually was the one that had the luxury to house sit the dogs last night with uh, Luke's dog is still alive, uh, going on like his 12th year named Bowser, who Sean knows more than just as well as anybody how uh, how that now dog is. Technically Luke's first child. Yeah, that is Luke's first child. He did birth that one, though. <laughs> he might have. They do look the same. And so... I've obviously been hanging around Bowser forever. I remember when he was a little puppy coming into <clears throat> Luke's room and whatnot. And uh, so I had to house sit Bowser last night, which I've done many times. And like I said, I've lived there before. So no big deal because obviously Luke and his wife, Paige, and her mother were at the hospital all night. So they needed someone to watch the dogs because Paige's mom, who's uh, in town from Texas, is also has a dog, is also has a dog. That sounds like good grammar. Has a dog, and this is not your ordinary dog. This dog is probably four pounds, and I don't even think I'm exaggerating. What? And it has three legs. Oh, boy. I can't make this up. And her name is Dolly Potten, which, again, I can't make up. Potten. And I couldn't even find the dog when I first got into the house because it turns out it was actually in its little carrier thing. And I walk in and the dog just sees me and starts growling. So I call up Luke because I'm like, what's the protocol with this dog? It's in the little cage. Like it's growling at me already. He's like, attack you. What am I supposed to do? Because I actually just house sat Luke's parents' dogs the two weeks prior. And there was no issue there at all. I mean, that was a good time. It was a, a little Brady that I'm, you know, Sean remembers. And then Brayden. Luke's sister's, uh, her husband's uh, Frenchie bulldog who... You know, they're good dogs. They, they, that was no issue at all. And then this dog's drowning me. So I'm like, all right, we got beef up in here already somehow. And so I call up Luke. I'm like, what's the protocol here? And Luke's like, oh, uh, are you wearing a hat? And I'm like, yeah, I am wearing a hat. He's like, yeah, yeah, take the hat off. She doesn't like uh, she doesn't like hats. I'm like, You're yeah, told what to do by a dog. Yeah, so I take my hat off and it, it did stop the growling. What if it's a funny hat? Yeah, it didn't like, yeah, I, I don't know. And so... I go to pick up the dog and it's fine. And then I felt so bad because I'm telling you guys, I'm not even exaggerating. This dog is under 10 pounds. It's very small. It's like a guinea pig. It pretty much is. <laughs> I, my guinea pigs I had growing up might've been the bigger. And so the poor thing is just shaking on the couch. Like it's, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like this thing probably hasn't been separated from its owner and like for that long. It definitely hasn't seen a random guy with a mustache come in. You're wearing a shirt. 
Oh, that's a problem. You should take, <laughs> yeah, take just, all your clothes off. <laughs> dog's just <laughs> stripping me. So anyway, I, uh, it finally starts to do better. So whatever. So anyway, the night's fine. So we all go to bed and then all of a sudden, so I'm, I'm in the room that I was staying in and the dog's in its little cage. And then Bowser, the half lab, half uh, Pipple is in the, the living room and I'm hearing noises and I'm like, okay, it's probably just Bowser moving around. And I'm constantly hearing the noises and any, and Sean knows also just as well as anybody that if, if something else was in the house or anything was going on, Bowser would be going nuts, but he's not. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? So finally I'm struggling to like fall asleep. So after a few minutes I get up, I go out there and I'm like, what's going on? And Bowser's just laying on the couch, like calm. And I'm like, okay. And then I begin to hear the noises coming from behind me and I'm like, oh boy. And it brought back a memory because I remembered back when I lived there, I'd be watching TV late at night. Everybody else would be asleep and it'd be like, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night. And I'd be watching TV and I would hear noises behind me that were coming from like the pantry, like above. And it would sound like crawling, like something was in the walls in the attic. So I'm like, okay, it's gotta be like rats. And it would like go on for a little bit, but then eventually it would, I think it would go away. But then again, my room was, you know, down the hall. So I wouldn't hear it. Well, the room I was staying in last night was, is like underneath, I think, where like all the attic and everything is. And I heard this thing all night long run around upstairs in the attic, trying to do whatever it's doing. It's running into shit. It's moving shit. And I'm telling you, this did not sound like it was the size of a rat. It sounded bigger. I think they might have a possum in their goddamn attic. And it was, I didn't fall asleep till about one. And I'm up at like six and it's like, I don't want to go that go to bed that late. It was like, it was one of those things too. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever had nights like this where you can't fall asleep. And it seems like on those nights and then you start to stress about like, well, I need to get to sleep because I'm up early. And if, I don't know if it's just me, but doesn't it seem like on those nights, time seems to be going like super fast. Like it's just skipping 20 minutes because I looked at my clock thing. It'd be like 1045 and it was 1125. And then I looked at my clock again, which what felt like 20 minutes later and it was 12, 15 or something like that. And I was like freaking out. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, that happens to me all the time. But then I also think, well, maybe I did fall asleep for like 15, 20 minutes. So that's exactly what the thought that crossed my mind was like, I must've fallen asleep for like 10, 15 minutes and just didn't realize it. I think it was like that uh, that Kevin Bacon movie we watched. Remember that, John? Yeah, yeah. He goes down to like the basement and he comes back and it's 4.30 in the morning and he didn't even realize it. Yeah. So the possum took over you. Yeah, there's ghosts haunting. I no, no, it was it was definitely possible because when I got into the, or it was the critter, because when I got into the, the, uh, the pantry, and there's no way it can come in. There's no like entrances into the plant, the pantry from up there. And I could hear like scratching, like this thing was trying to claw its way out of wherever it was. And I'm, I swear to you, I heard it sniffing too. Like I, that's why I think it was like something like it was a full on uh, like. Critter. Let me ask you this really quick, Tony. Uh, have you killed anyone recently? Buried them in the not. walls or anything? Yeah. I have not. That's why I was actually saying, because since it's Luke's house, I'm like, Luke, you either got like like a possum or something up there, or maybe like a small human. <laughs> like, you what's know what it that, reminded me of? What's I'm that surprised. book again? Um, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. What's it? Yeah. What's the story called? Uh, Edgar uh, Allan Poe. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one Same that's name. not the Raven. Yeah. The it's like one. the Bad Company uh, first album titled <laughs> Bad Company. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Andy, what what immediately do you think I was thinking of, though? Someone living in the walls. No, like the attic. Assuming it was up in the attic. I don't know. The Treehouse of Horror Simpsons episode when oh, Bart's, Bart's Evil Twin. Evil Twin. Yeah. 
Hugo is up there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was my story. So I'm, uh, surprisingly, I made it through the day. I had a I had a job walk also, but thankfully or bid walk. But thankfully, you know, I, I you know it's so funny because it's like there's obviously so many nights where it's like maybe you go out and you'll have a few too many drinks on like a wine Wednesday or something, and you get to bed at like midnight, and then you're like, oh, I have uh, you know didn't get much sleep. Plus, I drank. And you just feel like complete shit. And it's like, if you just like, I didn't drink. So it's like, if you just don't get a lot of sleep, I mean, you, the morning sucks, but eventually you power through it. It's the, it's the nights of like drinking mixed with no sleep that really fuck you up. But, uh, oh, yeah. hopefully I'll sleep well tonight. I'll be back in the comfort of my own home. So, uh, yeah, but that was, yeah, I, I don't want to, I don't know what happened. I'm not staying the night there again. I'm surprised that wasn't pissing off B. That's exactly. That's what I was surprised about too, because that's what was starting to frustrate me too, is because I felt like I could hear him kind of like moving around a little bit. Like he was kind of curious, but then he has like an alliance with the possum. (laughs) So I was, what I was worried about was like him eventually going nuts. And then that was going to like freak me out even more. And then I just didn't want to be there. There was one moment where I debated leaving and just coming back at like six in the morning because I figured they wouldn't be back. And I'm glad I didn't because Paige's mom came home at like five 45. So I stayed, uh, I stayed through it, lived to tell the tale, but, uh, yeah, that was my exciting. Uh, it would have been scarier story. for you if it were October. Yeah, and if I was a house that I didn't, you know, wasn't familiar with. Yeah, it would be even scarier if you went to sleep and it was January <clears throat> and when you woke up. It was October. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to say February because, like, February <laughs> is tomorrow. Yeah. Never. Yeah, that's going to happen for all of us. Now, actually, I guess yeah, Bill Murray was what? Groundhog's Day is coming up. Maybe it was the Groundhog. Yeah, it's like a couple days. More day, yeah. I think it's Thursday. That, it, could have, it could have been the Groundhog. Yeah, yeah it's calling her name. I don't know. Uh-oh. Yeah, weird. Alrighty. Well, let's move on to <clears throat> uh, some DC movies. Yeah, so the uh, the future of the DC movies uh, was laid out today by James Gunn. Um, he took over along with Peter Safran, taking over as the, uh, the head of DC movies and, and TV shows uh, made a lot of moves already, like canceling like, the rock and everything. But uh, he laid out um, some, some movies that could come out in the next five years. Cause it seems like it's still a ways away, but um, starting with a new Superman. So another, not uh, Henry Cavill, but uh, another one, which is not announced yet, but Superman legacy is what that movie's going to be called. Who do you think um, is in the running to be that? I, I don't know. Probably maybe an unknown. I mean, Henry Cavill is pretty much unknown. I mean, been in a few things. Um, but that's not planned for uh, until July 11, 2025 is the date they're putting out there. So, um, oh, Competing yeah, with the movie, uh, kind of, uh, that was announced we'll get to. Yeah. Um, they have some other stuff, including um, uh, a new HBO Max series, Waller. So uh, Amanda, the character of Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis, has been in a few things already. So that's going to continue, I guess, the Peacemaker story, which uh, James Gunn did himself. I thought it was pretty great. Um, a Green Lantern TV series was announced a while ago, and they've canceled that one, and they're doing a different one. So uh, they're, that's going to have multiple Green Lantern characters because um, there's been multiple Green Lanterns throughout the universe and all that kind of shit. Um, they also did confirm there's going to be another Robert Pattinson Batman movie. But that is not part of their DC universe. It's its own separate universe. And that's um, October 2nd, 2025. Yeah, so a late release date, which is good. Batman makes sense in October. He's a spooky guy. I think that's a good good fit right there. But they did also announce that there will be another Batman. <laughs> um, 
Batman Brave and the Bold, which is going to have um, Bruce Wayne's son, Damian Wayne, as Robin. So that's been, Bruce that's Wayne been a storyline. It's been a storyline in, in the comic books. If you remember um, in the last uh, Nolan movie, the Marion Cotillard character, um, in the comics, he actually has a kid with her, Damien. But she's evil. Yeah, but in the comics, she's like half evil, half good. Kind of like, you know, the movie, she's like good at first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that so was like, a front. Yeah. And but, she dies with the... Uh... Yeah, that's what happened in that movie. But in the, in the comics and all, there's multiple different runs. Like, he has a kid with her, Damien, who ends up being a Robin and then later a, oh, a new I Batman. Thinking, I was thinking reverse. Like, his name is Damien, so he's going to be evil because he's related to that. I think that's evil lady. Yeah, I think that's part of it is he's not as like moral as Bruce Wayne, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, but that will be coming later. So they're going to have Hancock. two Batmans, yeah, two Batmans at once. Um, and just another bunch of different things. Uh, a Swamp Thing movie, which Swamp Thing is one of the weird, weirdest DC characters. But, you know, they're going to do it. Is that going to so, be directed by Guillermo del Toro? I don't know. Um, I think he's got to move on to his other things. He's, he's a he loves man. swamp things. He he does. He does love all kinds of different creatures. Um, and then, but the the second movie actually after the Superman movie that they, they said they're gonna put out is Supergirl, which is uh, we haven't seen. We did. There was a Supergirl good. movie in nineteen eighty like seven or something like that. But like the last iteration of DC movies didn't introduce Supergirl. Supergirl. That his sister. So, it's his cousin, actually. Oh, cousin. <clears throat> So I believe she's actually older, but she got like stuck in time. So she's like a teenager when Clark Kent's a 25-year-old. I don't know. But I mean, they're aliens. So it's going to be played by Sigourney Weaver still, though. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. But that's so they they have this whole plan. They say this is like, well, this is our five-year plan. And we've got a second five-year plan. Um, Nothing about Jason Momoa. There's all he's he's just he said he'll do anything. He'll play anyone you want. Um, he'll just keep being Aquaman if you want, but he'll do everything, anything. What if he, um, he, they're like, you have to play like this tight laced, uh, you know, banker. You need yeah, to cut yeah. your hair, uh, your face hair too. And yeah. you're going to have to wear a shirt with sleeves. I think, I think he walks. I don't, or swims. I don't think he I does. Know. It. I don't know. You know, he, he loves doing this shit. So, but yeah, if you want to see the whole list, I mean, you can look it up yourself. And there, this is a big news story, but there's like 12 projects they announced. But I mean, it's Warner Brothers, so like nine of them will be canceled within the next week. So um, don't worry. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Uh, my autocorrect went to Zach Crafters. Tell us about Zach Kregers. So Zach Kregers, the director of Barbarian, uh, he's, he's making another movie. And he's getting a much bigger budget this time. So um, all I know is it's called The Weapons. That's, that's his new film. So um, that was a big hit, Barbarian. Not just to made money, but like really one of the better, well-received movies of, of the year. Uh, really creative horror movie. So um, this time he's going to get a little little money this time. So it's not going to be just completely low budget. So I want to see what he does with it. I think um, see the next like Jordan Peele, you know, his next hot filmmaker that started off doing horror stuff. But interesting. Yeah. I'm, I think um, he had like a bunch of scripts already. It's one of those things where it's like, he, he's been working in Hollywood for a long time in comedy and he wasn't allowed to make any of his horror movies. And then he made one who was successful. Now it's like, all right, let's, what else do you got? And then he'll just make maybe one every other year or something. So yeah, yeah, that's how it works. 
Okay, tell us about uh, Zemeckis and uh, Tom Hanks. So, uh, Robert Zemeckis is making another movie uh, with Tom Hanks again. So, um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's a great filmmaker, but he's had a weird run uh, last 20 years. I mean, he did some of our best movies ever, Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, Castaway. Um, but yeah, the last 20 years, he's made a lot of weird stuff, a lot of animated things that are look weird, like Polar, Polar Express. Um, he did Pinocchio last year, which was like kind of a disaster where it's like, okay, the whole movie's animated except also live action. Um, this is what he seems to be like to do is just weird technical things. And, um, his new project is the same thing. Um, it's called here. I don't know anything, what the story's going to be, but, um, it's going to be, um, all about digital de-aging, like trying to advance that technology. So. Um, which we've seen a lot in like the Marvel movies have done it and Scorsese did it in the Irishman and it's not great. It's fine, but there's still problems with it. So I think this is what he, he wants to advance this technology, um, bringing his old buddy, Tom Hanks, also Robin Wright. So that's uh forest and Jenny reunited with Robert Zemeckis here. Where are you seeing that plot? Cause the one I'm reading what? is set in a single room follows the many people who inhabit it over years and years. From the past, yeah. So it's about future. so it's about de aging people. Like, I mean, not, not, that's not the plot, but I'm saying that's the purpose of the movie. Okay, is to, to like make the de aging technology. We're gonna say like a twelve year old Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. This is like Robert Zemeckis doesn't care about making like coherent stories and entertaining stories. He's just like, I want to do weird shit. I want to make Polar Express or um, I never saw The Witches, but that's about like. That mice talk or something. I don't know. The original, or the remake. Well, the remake. He did the remake. Oh, yeah. Like, it was I mean, the original is the best. Yeah, obviously. Um, he did that movie where Steve Carell like makes a whole town out of Barbie dolls. Was that any uh, good? No, it was like one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because so. I felt like when I saw the trailer, I thought that movie actually had decent potential because they made it like the the way the soundtrack was for it in the trailer. They're like. It's like, oh, it's just like a heartfelt story, but yeah, I, I never think it was hear, supposed to be. Like, I never heard anything about it, so I see now why. Well, this has an all-star cast here, so you have Kelly Riley of uh, Yellowstone fame, okay. um, Tom Hanks, Robin Wright, and Paul Bettany. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think the sell the selling point is you know reuniting these stars of Forrest Gump thirty years later, but which um, which stars? Like, I I don't know. Like, what's their Forrest Forrest Gump name? Oh, Jenny. I don't know her actual name. Paul Bettany played uh, for or, uh, Elvis. <clears throat> what? <I'm> kidding. <laughs> Elvis is in the movie, but yeah, it's not played by Paul Bettany. Oh, I thought you meant like I was like, no, that was uh, Austin Butler who played Elvis. Remember, Tom Hanks teaches him how to dance as a kid. Yeah, yeah, of course. He also meets like John F. Kennedy in that, right? Or is oh, it yeah, Nixon? he meets yeah, every Nixon, president? Yeah. And he runs a kickoff back for the Alabama, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Rolling Tide. Nick Saban was inspired by. It. Plays against uh, communist people of China and ping pong. Yeah. Isn't there a conspiracy about that movie too, I feel like? Conspiracy? What do you mean? I feel like, I don't know. It's a movie. Tom Hanks died in the filming yeah, of it. It's a picture movie. I think it's like with, I don't know. This, maybe it was like about something that he was, I don't know. Just go on. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bad Boys 4 announced uh, today by uh, the slapper himself. Yeah. Uh, confirmed. I think he was the holdout Will Smith. Um Lawrence had said earlier, like, yeah, of course, we'll just I'll keep making these movies. Um, but Will Smith is in a position where he's, you know, probably doesn't have as many offers as he used to. So um, 
keep he's jumping aboard. The um, directors of the last one are are confirmed as well for making this one. Um, also interesting with them, they've had an interesting day. Uh, they were the directors of the Batgirl movie that was canceled by Warner Brothers. And the uh, the new DC heads talked about that movie today and said, like, yeah, the movie was actually, like, unreleasable. It was really bad and would have damaged the brand. Um, but we still think everyone involved was talented. But, you know, it was the right decision not to release that movie, which is – it's been a little controversial, especially after Brandon Fraser is now, you know, in, in his comeback that, like, it's a lost film of his. Um, but, yeah, that's funny. It's like, okay, well, your movie sucks so bad that we had to cancel it. But also – Welcome back for Bad Boys 4. I just need Joe Pantoliano to come back. Well, I I hate to tell you, he won't be. (laughs) Why? Did he die in it or something? Yeah, he he dies. How? When? Which movie? In the third one. Did he? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. The third one was kind of annoying. It's just like... Well, I had the new cast. It was like the kids. Because they were both like retired, basically. Oh, yeah. And it was like 22-year-olds that were like, we're our own special forces. And this kid knows technology. Yeah, that so, was dumb. Yeah, I think the fourth one will probably bring uh, John Siley back. <laughs> well, can they bring back Michael Bay and not have no, guys that, from Dubai directly? Yeah, no, that's that's not going to happen. The directors are going to back. But yeah, I wish Michael Bay, I think he's just kind of not part of the team anymore. He's doing his own thing. Yeah, well, I, I, I think Bad Boys Two and Bad Boys One are a hundred times better than Bad Boys Three. So I think Bad Boys Three got better reviews than the other movies, but I mean, I, don't I would give agree, a shit about reviews. I would agree with you. Yeah, but just saying, the, the I mean, Bad Boys Three was the highest grossing movie of twenty twenty. So. Yeah, because it was also the only one that came out. <laughs> but I, I will see this. Uh, it's just up in the air on if I'll see it in theaters. Yeah, no, I, I wish Michael Bay was doing it, especially after I enjoyed Ambulance so much. But Yeah, Ambulance was fun. I don't know what he's doing next. I haven't, I haven't seen anything about him. Maybe Fire he's, Truck. He's banned, I think. He's banned? Yeah, it's too bad. No. Doesn't Michael Bay have some controversy, too? I think he's just kind of, like, horny. Okay. Like well, there's no controversy there. Like, all of his movies have, like, shots of women from behind like close-ups of their ass and shit like that the blue the blue people though is he does that right avatar oh my god oh tony james cameron's the opposite of i think i get james cameron and michael bay confused a lot what did michael bay do the rock transformers, transformers. the rock the rock what is the rock oh god Tony. <laughs> jesus nicholas cage has to go to alcatraz sean, sean connery one of the greatest movies from the 90s i've never i've never heard uh, of the well rock. It's, it's probably on some streaming service it's fun it's on TNT right now. Nicholas, <laughs> Cage, Nicholas Cage is like one of the best scientists in the world. So that's how you know it's a good movie. Ed Harris. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Terrorists oh, take over Alcatraz Tony, Island. You have to see this. Alcatraz Island in San Francisco? Yeah. Oh. And Nicholas Cage has to infiltrate well, what's, it. What's Sean Wait, Conner. what are they trying to get the prisoners then if they took over Alcatraz? No, they oh, take no people hostage. They take people hostage. They want something because they were former military guys or something. They want the government to pay out. Yeah. For all of the dead, the fa- they want to pay the families for the men that didn't get to return home. Yeah, you got war. Tony Todd, the cam- the Candyman himself. Was this uh, after Al Capone was there or before? Oh, no, uh, same it was time. Present day in the nineties. Oh. <laughs> when Al Capone died, nineteen forty. I don't know. Nah, Long time later ago. than that, he died I mean, of syphilis or yeah, something. Alcatraz has been closed since nineteen sixty two or something like that. So. 
Well, then how were they kidnapping anybody in this movie? They tours. do tours. Oh, they were just... You yeah. can do tours, huh? Yeah. I did a tour there. You just can't escape the tour, right? <laughs> you can't swim. I know. That's yeah. nice. But people have done it, I think. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. It's classified. <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery's the only person to escape from Alcatraz. That's why they bring him in. Ooh, Okay. Tony, it's a phenomenal film. Oh, so you it's called The Rock it. because it's based like a, an island, like a rock yeah. island. They, Alcatraz is The Rock. This is before Dwayne Johnson existed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, But Ooh. yeah, it's a lot of fun. He blows up a Humvee and a, a trolley car. Um, it's just a whirlwind of fun. So Bad Boys 4, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Um, Andy, tell us about the murder mystery trailer. I'm sure everyone. Wait, saw you know who actually posted about Bad Boys Four today was uh, our old friend Wrecking Ball Joe. Even though oh, this yeah. is definitely a Joe Mark. This is definitely a Joe movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that and John Wick. Yeah. He can't even hold himself. He, he actually posted yeah. the other day of him watching John Wick, like literally within the last like five days. Yeah, I think Joe's probably a big Martin Lawrence fan. He probably watched he all the Big Mama's House. Uh, I, I, yeah. Those are trash, but Blue Streak is a great <laughs> film. Oh, Blue Streak is amazing. He's high. <laughs> Yeah, Blue Streak is maybe some of his best work. <laughs> he doesn't have like that much to go off of. <laughs> well, he does now. Big Mama's House. Oh, I get what you're saying. Four Bad Boys movies. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. When he goes into the police station with those pizzas, mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't want to leave this with uh, Shamu over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Luke Wilson at his best, too. Uh, Andy, tell us about the murder mystery trailer. Everyone uh, saw this trailer uh, who was watching the game, I assume. Although it, that was a I've, teaser trailer for the trailer, so I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I didn't see the full trailer here because uh, I didn't have enough time to look at it. But I, it came out today, and, um, you know, it's got to have Sandler. So he, he's he's back again. Coming to Netflix and, what, it's yeah. already out or something? Pretty soon, no. A couple months, it'll be out. So Jennifer Anderson, she's a big deal. You know, friends. People like friends. I do like friends. Yeah. It's nice having friends. It is, yeah. So you turn on this movie and your friends are there. You know, it's it's Happy Gilmore and Rachel right there for you. Oh, a lot of fun. Yeah. How do you think this looks? Are you intrigued for it? The, did it you was, guys see the first one? The first one is very, like, average. It I'm was, like, but it wasn't like... Hey, okay, that's nice it exists. I feel so. like it's something you turn on, like, a you know, yeah. it's like an early weekday night, midweek. It, it is weird that the, uh, the writer of this has like a long career, like different movies and stuff, including like the screen, the new screen movies um, and some other stuff, which is like, okay, well, I guess the guy likes so the screen movies are murder mysteries as well. So yeah, that's, that's what he's into. All right. Uh, that was the only trailer. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do that portion of the pod is brought to you by our new ad. Support small business by shopping Felicia Nicole. Shop FeliciaNicole.com. Luxury robes and matching slip dresses fit for comfort and designed for versatility. Feel glamorous at home or dress it up for a night out. Throw on a pair of Felicia Nicole earrings to really make a statement. Who doesn't love a little extra sparkle? uh, Dressing up has never been so comfortable. Shop Felicia Nicole now through Valentine's Day using our promo code for 20% off. Promo code is Tony20, that is T-O-N-Y-2-0, and you're going to get 20% off. Plus, uh, Shop Felicia Nicole always offers free shipping on all orders over $50. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. 
So head to shop Felicia Nicole now. That is S H O P F E L I C I A N I C O L E dot com. Shop Felicia Nicole. All right. Um, off road, how many things do you have? I got four. And Tony Katz? Uh, I believe just one, but if something else pops into my mind, I'll uh, let you know. All right. Andy, you want to lead us off? All right, I got uh, two movies I saw in the theaters this week. Uh, oh, the wow. first is uh, Women Talking, which was an uh, uh, Oscar-nominated Best Picture. The the last one I didn't see, and I was yeah, like, you're oh, saying this, this is hard to find. Yeah, so I guess they got a a bigger release this past weekend. Um, still low, but I think like a thousand theaters. Um, but it wasn't my local theater, so I did see it this past week, and um, it is good, but it is. Women talking, you know, the title isn't lying. The, the movie is uh, about um, a, a Mennonite colony. So very conservative, no, you know, you know, no electricity type colony um, where the women have been um, abused and, you know, raped and all this stuff over, over years. And finally they've had enough and, and one of them fights back and, um, it's a weird premise in that the, the men of the colony all leave to like the city to bail out one of the guys from jail. Um, and so the women are left alone for a couple days and they uh, basically the movie is them deliberating on what they should do. Um, they decide that, well, we have three options. We can just kind of move past it and keep living our lives here. Um, we can try to fight off the men and like actually just like win our rights in, in this colony, or we can just, uh, all leave. Um, so yeah, it's a two hour movie of them just talking about the different scenarios and what that mean and kind of revealing their, their backstories. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very good, but it is, it is that there's not, you know, explosions or anything like that. It is, it is old timey people talking. Um, and, it, and when I say old timey, it, it is not old timey. It's just that they are, um, Mennonites, <laughs> they don't, they live, they live like they're in the 1600s, you know, um, which is, uh, crazy. It, it, it's, it's blows my mind that this still exists. And also that this was, um, this is based on a book, but it's also based on a real thing that happened. Um, and it was in like South America that these people have had to go to like different parts of the world to establish their colonies, even though they're like, they're white. Um, and I believe that the colony that this was based on was called like the Manitoba colony because they're actually from Manitoba, Canada, but I, they were in like Bolivia. is <laughs> the real life story. Interesting. Um, which is, yeah, it's like crazy. Like they like, well, we're too fucking weird. We're going to have to move to South America to run our weird ass cults. Uh, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, but there is one man in it, so there is it is women talking. But there is one man, and he does get to talk too. So, oh. uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it, is, it is interesting, and he's the, like the school teacher of the colony, um, and definitely um, on their side. Interesting character, but yeah, good good movie, good good actors in this stuff. But um, I don't. This is not going to win Best Picture. I, I thought this was the the last movie taken. It's just like ah, oh, it's nice, gets a little recognition, but. Um, yeah, successfully closed out uh, the the category there. I did watch all ten of them now. So. Pretty fun. All right, uh, you want to do your other movie you saw in theaters? Yeah, so this is another one new to, new to uh, this week. Um, Infinity Pool. 
Um, it is Brandon Cronenberg, uh, the son of David Cronenberg. Um, he's made a couple movies before. Um, very weird, just like like his dad. Um, I really enjoyed his last one, Possessor. Just crazy premise. Um, this one as well, crazy premise. It's um, and it's kind of like um, a hot subject right now. Um, it is a a writer and his wife are on at a resort in like a foreign country. So it's like, oh, this is very much like White Lotus. You know, that's so hot right now is to have like rich people on vacation, a big deal. Um, and he ends up meeting a, a woman who's a fan of his writing and she invites the couple out with her husband to, you know, oh, we'll see different part of the resorts and then weird shit happens. And, um, yeah, um, very weird. And it's the kind of thing that I <laughs> like seeing. I'm always intrigued by weird and disgusting stuff. Um, I will spoil a, a little part of this movie just to kind of give you a, a taste of how weird this movie is. Um, early on, um, there's a scene where it's like, it's a close up of some rocks and then you see like water going on them and it pulls back and it's, um, Alexander Skarsgård is the, the star of this movie. Um, he's just urinating on the rocks. We got a nice little shot of him urinating. Um, and then, um, the other female character, not his wife, um, comes over behind him and starts jerking him off and you, um, stay on the scene for about a whole minute. You, you, you don't see it, but you're. Clearly, she's jerking him off. Is this it, while he's peeing? Well, this is after he's finished peeing, yes. Okay. Then it cuts back to the shot of the rocks, and then a splash of semen. And I'm like, wow. All right. I don't know how many movies I've seen actual semen in it. All that's um, left is him to take a dump. <laughs> I've, uh, I like, this is, I've, I've seen quite a few. <laughs> okay. I mean, films, films at the movie theater. <laughs> um, so that's, that's kind of like highlights what kind of movie this is. And I heard uh, they showed this movie at Sundance last week. And um, that cut of the movie, you actually see <laughs> the full-on ejaculation, which was like, whoa, whoa. What do you uh, mean? Like, they show it. Because it was like, well, it's at Sundance. Like, there's no ratings here. Um, which is like, that's pretty crazy. Does, like, that shitty uh, bass guitar come on <laughs> while it's <laughs> happening? I don't know. But yeah, it only gets uh, weirder from there. Um, I don't even want to spoil what the like the it's really about. Um, but I mean, it's basically a movie about um, rich people on vacation in foreign countries doing crazy shit. I'll tell you what, no pool is big enough for me to want to get into it after <laughs> yeah. that happened in it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, what I what it was described um, to me when I first heard of it is like it's a movie that has all of the bodily fluids, and you know, it delivered so. Uh, just that little description right there had a couple of them, so. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, how about we take a break from Andy's movie for a little while? <laughs> this is a real movie yeah, that was I'm, in the movie theater. I'm looking at the. I'm looking it up right now, and it definitely looks bizarre. So I, I do have to say, one of my favorite parts of seeing these movies in theaters is the other people in the theater seeing how they're dealing with it. Mm -hmm. um, there was a guy who walked out, maybe like 20 minutes left. Like you watched a lot of shit, and then he walked out. But I was sitting next to like a row of black people and at the, at like with like five minutes left in the movie, one of the black guys does like a full like full, move forward in his seat to do the, the slow turn towards the rest of his party. Like, what the fuck did I watch here? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah during the, uh, the, the semen scene, there was like audible groans. People were like, oh, and it's like, yeah, this is, this is cool. All righty. Very weird, Andy. Well done.
Um, I'll do. Yeah, so that'll probably be on Hulu uh, soon. So yeah, look out for that. I'm, I'm good. I'll do a, a quick one. Uh, I watched on Netflix from 2019. Our not so British uh, uh, late great Chadwick Boseman, uh, star of 21 Bridges. I believe Andy talked about this a year or two ago. It was like three weeks ago. <laughs> you did? It was really recent. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, phenomenal film. A lot of fun. Um, with, I wish Keith David was in it a little longer. And uh, Taylor Kitsch. He's, uh, he's great. Um, good. I, I Maybe because you saw it more recent than I thought. I knew the twists and turns. Like I don't know if it was a predictable enough movie. But I knew what was going to happen. I mean, I figured out the main twist probably fifty minutes in. Well, my thoughts the, were right the, off the, the bat. Detective. I was like, yeah, I was like, no one triggered the alarm. How are these cops just? Hey, we're popping in. What's going on? And then when she's like, "Oh, the babysitter," it's like that's a lie. Um, so I kind of pieced it together. Uh, it's enjoyable. It's fun. It's a good cop movie, um, and uh, yeah, Chadwick Boseman was uh, was great in it. Hour yeah. and uh, forty minutes too, so pretty fast watch. Check it out on Netflix. Yeah, we were robbed of uh, a future of these just like normal cop guy, but he's cool and good at his job. Like, we don't have any more of them. Too bad. Yeah, uh, Tony, you want to do yours? Oh yeah, no, I'm still uh, just watching uh, that 90s show. Almost finished. I'm on, I think, episode 9 of 10. And I'm actually, you know, slowly starting to enjoy it a little bit more as it goes on. It's it's still definitely, like, stupid and stuff like that. But uh, I've actually found myself laughing a decent amount in each episode and enjoying it, enjoying the little storyline that's been going on with it. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably finish it up sometime this week over the next day or two and uh yeah but i haven't um, really gotten to watch too much other stuff just was watching two dogs last night that's about it pretty good yeah but i'm enjoying it more than i did the first couple episodes so definitely if you're gonna start it just finish it all right yeah all right uh andy you had two left yeah uh what are they um they're both from peacock oh so um, I got a year subscription to Peacock for 30 bucks. That's the deal they're running right now. I got it for um, 20 on Black Friday. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, there was a, there was a show I really wanted to watch on Peacock. So that's why I got it. Um, and that show is called The Poker Face. Um, this is a show from Ryan Johnson of, uh, the Knives Out series. Um, he, he's wrote and directed, um, at least the first couple episodes. I'm sure he wrote. I was on the writing staff of like the whole series, um, but it is another detective series um, and very similar to Knives Out in that in the first two episodes I watched, um, they reveal the crime at the beginning and then you watch as the detective solves it. Um, in this case, the detective is uh, played by Natasha Leone, not an actual detective. Uh, the the backstory is here: she has a like almost supernatural ability to tell when someone's lying. And she was a poker player, but the casinos all blacklist her because she was too good because she could tell if it was lying. Um, and she ends up going on like a cross country road trip and happens to stumble, keep stumbling upon crimes is the premise here. Um, but there's a lot of big like 
guest stars. It looks like every episode is going to have like a, a bigger name. Um, the first episode had uh, Adrian Brody. Um, and the second one I watched had uh, Hong Chow, who's had a, a good year. Oscar nomination for The Whale this year. It was also great in the menu. Um, but it's fun. It's just like mystery of the week type shit. I know I just watched the first two, but um, I've enjoyed it. She, she's she's a lot of fun. I really liked uh, Russian Doll on, on Netflix. Um, she is uh, probably best known from uh, American Pie, if you want. If you don't know who that is, Natasha Leone. Um, she's also in Orange is the New Black was the other big thing she was in. But um, it's good. It's uh, Yeah, it looks interesting. Not a lot from Peacock, but this was like, yeah, this one caught my eye. Yeah. It's be fun. All right, and you had one more? Yeah, so this is a, uh, a Peacock movie. Um, I don't think they have too many original movies, and I don't know what the whole history behind this was. If this was just like, yeah, let's just put it on Peacock because it's not a big movie. Um, it is a horror movie, a pretty short, uh, only 80 minutes, um, and the, the hook behind it is that it takes place in April of 2020, so early pandemic, you know, people are wearing masks and that kind of stuff. Um, it's from Kevin Williamson, the writer of Scream, and um, I know you did last summer. So, guy who has a, a history in the genre, um, and it is like pretty textbook slasher movie. Um, but you don't know like what's what's different about this one. Um, and I'd say it's pretty slow for the first forty minutes of it. Um, but the last half of it is pretty entertaining. Once you know the actual murders start happening um, and you start to get into like, well, what's, what's really, what is this really about? Um, is nice and clever. Um, but this would have been better off as like a 40 minute episode of something rather than a full 120 minute or an hour 20 uh, minute movie. But um, you can tell it's a very like low budget. It was filmed um, just at a house for most of it. So probably something they filmed during uh, the pandemic, or at least probably like 2021 times. Um, yeah, but it's there. It's fine. Um, there's a lot of horror movies out there and this one is one of them. Um, but yeah, when I saw it was Kevin Williamson, I was like, yeah, I should check this one out. All right. All right. I have my last one and, uh, then we'll conclude. I watched a Netflix original, uh, and I was uh, complaining about this earlier to you guys and Tony actually called it off the bat, uh, from 2023, uh, homeless Jonah Hill is Ezra in You People, um, reviving the career of Eddie Murphy. And, wait, wait, wait. Um, he's been in things. I haven't seen him in anything since uh, Haunted Mansion 2004. <laughs> now he's had a little bit of a comeback. All right. Well, I'm happy to see him ready to you know go and make uh, Axel Foley, you know, five or whatever. But uh. Ugh, just you're wasting your time with this movie. I, I don't know who this was for. Um, I don't. This is. It was as if it was written by Twitter or something. Where the whole thing is just. Well, what's a, a, a cliche of now? Let's let's get all the offensive things and let's address them. And uh, it's stale. It's flat. It's over the top. Um, I wish Larry David was in it. It's all, it's very much about like Jewish people. So Kanye West probably hated it. Um, Elaine Bennis is in it, but no Larry David. Uh, also, um, I'm blanking on her name, but oh, here she is. Uh, Rhea Perlman, who is... Uh, Danny DeVito's... Not Danny DeVito. Wait, from uh, from Cheers? Yes. Yeah. 
Is she but, Danny DeVito's wife? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I'm talking about from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, Jeff Garland's wife. Oh, yeah. Isn't she that the same person, right? No, that's a different person. Are you sure? <laughs> they look the exact same. Is that really not? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Rhea Perlman's in Cheers. She is. She's the waitress. So what's her name in the, that movie? Carla? Oh, wow. It's a different person. Susie Yesman. They're like the same looking person. Wow, that's pretty racist. <laughs> Why? Because you think they all look the same? What, white wow. people? Wow, yeah. Oh, Andy, I want to kill you. Uh, Elliot Gould's in here. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. None of this was for me. Um, this is from the writer of Get Him to the Greek and, and 21 Jump Street. So Kenya Barris? Uh, uh, no, Jonah Hill. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Jonah Hill did co-write the movie. So. Yes, he did. Um, no, I don't know. Um, I'm sure some people f- found it enjoyable or something. Yeah, this seems very controversial from what I've seen. Um, I didn't understand it. I, I don't know. Um, like, I think it was supposed to be pretty funny. It definitely isn't a comedy to me. Um the whole thing is just trying to, f- you know, do bits about, you know, what's offensive today, which everything is offensive. The table I'm looking at, Andy, is offensive. So I bought that table. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know what it did, but I hate it. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, David Duchovny's in here and just not even used. Um, That's got to be disappointing to you. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. Well, I don't remember ever seeing... You're a big guy. Brian Greenberg's in here. I don't remember him in here at all. Matt Walsh, barely used. Uh, yeah, Matt Walsh. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just an upset, I guess. Um, again, it, it's for someone. I'm sure critics are just saying this is the greatest movie of all time. It solved um, all racial issues between exactly. Jewish people and black people. Um, Kyrie Irving is, has come out and apologized. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so... Um, the featured reviews on IMDb, they do not like it. The meta score is really poor. I'm not going to bother. I don't go to Rotten Tomatoes anymore, but I'm sure it's like 115%. Um, it, it's bad. It two hours also. It, it just doesn't stop. Yeah, Ken, Kenya Barris has had a weird track run. I really liked his show Blackish that was on ABC, but everything else he's done has been like bad. So, and it does have Anthony Anderson in it for a minute. Okay, yeah, this is his guy, but he got, he got like fired from Blackish because he was like kept fighting with them and like hmm. they had, like they pulled an episode about Trump or something. and He's like, "Fuck you, I'm quitting." So I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Again, probably younger yeah. people probably loved it or something. I I don't yeah. I don't know. I mean, he he did the um, Coming to America sequel. That's why I said Eddie Murphy's back because Eddie Murphy's made a couple of movies since. I forgot about um, that. I didn't yeah. see that. That's very, like, average. Yeah, I remember you weren't a fan. Yeah. But uh, the Dolomite movie on Netflix with Eddie Murphy, that's good. That's a good movie. I didn't see that. Wesley Snipes in it. I'm I'm waiting for, uh, well, I like Wesley, but I'm waiting for Beverly Hills Cop. Shrek 5, too. Eddie Murphy stays on board. I love Donkey. All right, well, uh, anything else to add? Uh, No. All right, well, you've been listening to episode 309 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you for listening. Tell a friend. See you later.